0: What's up, leak this? I'm the Hat Small and welcome to the Hat Small Studio Sessions with today's special guest, Maxi or Max or Mad Max. As you just heard him say, Max is a man of ma- many aliases, you know. Mad Maxi, Mad Max, Maxi Max, Maxwell, all of that. Um apart from that, he's known as a leaker on site, quite a big one as well. So, enough from me introduce yourself Maxie. tell the crowd some of your most notable moments shit like that
1: uh i'm max i uh typically when i i don't really deal with leaks anymore i just kind of hang around but I uh, used to be affiliated with kanye leaks Yandi leaks all of that good stuff um definitely a unique community compared to every other community which we can get into later like once that's the kanye community apart and makes it just so much worse than everyone else um let's see there was a I i played a role in the Yandi leaks uh you know some of the jesus is king leaks uh some of the jesus is king 2 leaks and i uh helped run group buys back when group buys were in full swing you know dealt with the syndicate when that was a thing uh back late last year and uh you know just kind of float around here and there
0: oh yeah and i know you, you come back in and out of the community a couple times uh, a month or something i know that you hop in and out
1: yeah so uh, um
0: yeah going?
1: oh i just you know can never make up my mind you know yeah. sometimes you get bored you want to check in yeah, yeah
0: so um as i begin every episode i'd like the user to i mean the other person in the podcast explain their history with the leak community and leak this so you could talk about your beginning with leaks you know i assume since you said you're more involved in kanye leaks i believe around there is when you got your
1: start so yeah you could, yeah so like every kanye fan you know i waited for Yandi to release late 2018 waited multiple days no sleep seeing when it would drop, watch SNL. And uh, I, it was over the summer in 2019, it kind of found me. I uh, heard, I think it was like a snippet of the storm and uh, I found Yandy leaks. And it took me a little while to get involved in the group buys. It wasn't until uh, July. And then I was just like pitching in and you know, I got to know some of the people, got to know uh, Reyes and uh, Melon and Chris and uh, Alec, uh, and then, you know, became more affiliated there um, and became more and more involved until I was helping run them and collecting for them. And then it just kind of spiraled out of control, but it was definitely uh, Yandi where I got my start because that was an album I really wanted to hear. And I'd never, I didn't really know leaks were super prominent. I'd never listened to leaks before. I was never even really into music that much before joining Leak This and uh, getting Yandy that was definitely it felt like a big achievement to finally hear this album I'd been waiting so long for
0: so um so Yondi was the thing that opened you up to more branched you out I guess because I know that you have some hand in Brockhampton shit now I believe and a lot of other shit too.
1: yeah um kind of from there uh you know I, I became more interested in other artists um Brockhampton I don't love but you know I, the stuff is going on with that community i think i think a community is kind of growing from there but um i really was into travis at one point don tolliver at one point um even like helping out with the uzi buys i i never really listened to uzi before i joined leak this and uh even cardi to an extent i wasn't a huge fan of cardi before getting involved in the group buys, and it kind of opened me up so i think one of the things i'm most thankful for for leak this is like kind of expanding my taste in music
0: yeah seems like leak this definitely branch you out you, you you dabble in a couple things now yeah so i, think. I know yeah oh yeah <laughs> so i know uh, so i know you said that you weren't too involved with music before leak this but for the little bit of you know music music influence you had before leak this you know where'd you get your start at the beginning again i assume kanye as well so
1: yeah it was it was really almost only kanye kanye i was going through like i still love kanye but i was like peak kanye fandom like last year and it was kind of a perfect time because that's when the group eyes were really starting and it was kind of like there was that big yandy group by boom right when i was at the peak of my kanye fandom so it kind of spiraled from there yeah they took off and
0: and i know that the yandy group eyes and all that kind of dived a little bit we've only been getting slivers of Yandi recently yeah.
1: uh Art it's mumble. pretty much gone it's pretty much all out there
0: yeah because i know we got the storm and the like, storm last year then most recently we got dual Leaper demos from april Yandi well of course we know that but yeah we got a lot of stuff sort of sort of a lot of yeah, mumble demos don't don't get it started on the mumble demos. That shit pisses me off sometimes.
1: <laughs> it definitely has kind of ruined the community. The yeah. Kanye community has been killed by mumble demos. But at the same time, if you're one of the sellers and you're making like thousand, two thousand dollars off of like, like you gotta understand like the mumble demos that we have leaked is like not even scratching the surface of how many there are and how many people have. So it's like, you really can't knock it. Like, they're making so much money.
0: I mean, you gotta, you get, it's, it get is an illegal music site, so shit, man. You gotta get it back somehow. It is yeah. what it is.
1: You know, everyone's a, everyone's a different person, so everyone has different motivations, you know? Um, but like, yeah, you gotta respect it to an extent. Even though I think it's been bad for the community. I definitely yeah. can't blame um, I- people for taking that opportunity
0: for the people i've talked to who are really in the leak side of the community and not only in the just discussion and knowing the users um i talked to a young user young thug for a couple of, a couple episodes ago and he said the exact same thing you know mumble demos and shit like that have really boosted up what is it leak selling and selling shit like that you know especially with i'm not sure if inflation is the right word but they've been selling high almost too high it's kind of damaging the community a little bit
1: yeah I I, I, I put some blame on uh you know I, I don't know how popular of an opinion this is but I definitely put some blame on the Juice World community Juice Hub you know they're oh, doing yeah. their thing kind of separate but you know these are young kids who are using their parents credit card it's, it's like um the Kanye community on steroids you know they miss their favorite artist and they will pay $15,000 for a song and like at that point, like, what can you expect? Uh, yeah.
0: Um, personally, I wasn't too, too. Uh, what is it? I, um, I last gave my uh, juice of opinion a couple episodes ago, but after the rental group buy, I believe, holy shit, my opinion has definitely changed.
1: Yeah, I especially because um, it leaked mid group buy, and they yeah. didn't get refunds, right?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I wasn't. I'm not too sure about that. I know that like the last couple of money they're going to spend on the demo or something i'm not sure
1: yeah it's definitely it's definitely foul and um you look at how um mac miller the community handled those group buys i was involved with those too and it's you know the prices weren't outrageous just like maybe a thousand per song maybe less the community was much more supportive it was almost like um it was like a therapy group you know you'd go in like every few weeks They'd be like how are you doing they'd like catch up with each other and then they'd leave like they weren't even associated with like this for the most part um, yeah
0: i'm not the the mac fans i've met on site and off site they are pretty dope people they are i incredible. know that i know that mac miller doesn't only leak through group buys it leaks to just people being like hey fuck you take the music i know
1: that's some that's half the case with the what was it balloonerism, yeah, balloonerism was like um yeah. his friend just leaked said like mac wanted people to hear this so just leaked it yeah
0: i really like the mac community because of that plus i I know i have a couple friends from there as well so yeah um they're pretty dope definitely good people involved too yeah so um earlier you mentioned that you know you're a big kanye fan where exactly did you get your start with him
1: uh so i never listened to kanye before 2018 Mm. um for those who may or may not know me i've had a tumultuous history and um it was i was in the hospital um when yay and kids yay came out of my birthday in uh 2018 while i was in the hospital and like i couldn't spend time with family or friends it really sucked so um and that was a very mental health focused album so it really connected with me and i like i was one of those people i would like my only real exposure to kanye was like seeing him at like mtv awards or like different awards like when he announced he would run for president in 2016 Mm -hmm. i thought it was crazy but that album really connected with me and then kids See Ghosts introduced me to cuddy and then i kind of went back and explored both of them a lot more and came to appreciate them and um yeah kanye is definitely my favorite artist Um, and and it really started there
0: yeah so you and kanye you have a i guess you could say like deeper connection with Kanye's music than you know a surface listener I guess
1: yeah I and I'm not like like it's cheesy to say like oh this person's music saved my life because like you know but like it definitely resonated with me at the time
0: yeah yeah I understand what you mean not not every artist has to be like not every artist music has to be like he, he saved my life top shit to have yeah. a big impact on you so
1: yeah and uh, I think it's amazing I, I don't think Especially now, so. no one's making music like he used to. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: So, I'm gonna ask a personal question myself. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is up with all these profile pic changes? Because the one I remember the most are uh, the Mad Max one and uh, what is it, the cat? Shit, I forgot. Yeah, Felix
1: the cat. That's what I Felix got. Felix the cat.
0: And then uh, the one on leaked is before you de- deactivate it again. So tell me what. I know Mad Max, of course, is, you know, matches the Max theme, but what's up with Felix the cat? That's
1: my biggest question. So I think, um, you know, I, I've been digging into, uh, cause you know, you spend a lot of time on places like discord and Leak like this and you make friends over there and it's mm-hmm. like, you start to associate like these images with these people that you're interacting with. Yeah. So I don't know. I always had trouble kind of like what i wanted to represent what i look like like i i I overthought it a lot but like i think when you think about it it's pretty interesting like you i always associate you with that picture of clara when i hear your name and you know you always associate alec with the mole brady with the snoopy these are just people i've opened on my chat next to here um and so i always didn't know what i wanted to represent me and also like i don't know you always find different pictures but felix the cat has been important to me for a long time. When I was young, my brother broke his arm at this like gym and they felt really bad. So they gave us, they gave my family like a DVD of a ton of old cartoons, like Felix the Cat, Woody Woodpecker, Popeye, like a bunch of those things. And I was obsessed. I was probably like five or six years old, obsessed with Felix the Cat. And that's kind of always stuck with me. Um, The old like 1920s, like, you know, like Cuphead style, like mm-hmm. it, yeah. it emulates that style of cartoon. Is uh, I have a very strong appreciation for uh, that old like Max Fleischer style of cartoon and rubber hose, and um, I, I love the way it's designed, and I love the way it's animated, and I love um, the creativity, how it's like everything was alive, like any object could be used. It really didn't follow any rules, and anything could happen. So it really resonates with me. And I still watch those. I think they're great. Yeah, and I I, I think it, it's a really nice, what is it,
0: uh, I guess, persona of you, right? It, it works really well because whenever I see Felix, i kind of like, oh, and Same thing with a bunch of other people on site, like the Walnut dudes. I'm thinking like, damn, it's DNA or Meme or Z or some shit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I try to keep the same, like, two people as my profile picture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I t- could. So people could.
1: Yeah. It took a while for me to settle, but yeah. Yeah, I, I,
0: I started thinking about it recently actually, and I'm like, I already keep the same two people as my profile picture anyway, so shit. What it is, what it is. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I, yeah, again, I think it really works for you. So. Okay. Uh, speaking of leaks, right? Since I know that you you're behind the scenes and shit and you know stuff that most of us don't but what are some of your favorite leaks i i know they're gonna be Yandi, i believe but
1: um actually specifics. what's up i think um some of the best are chakras from yondi or chakras however you say it um mm-hmm. the original selah that beat is insane and i've been begging alec for the aunt clemens version because i love aunt clemens um but some of my favorite recent ones are um uh, loose change which is the isaiah rashad produced by icy twat um mm-hmm. icy twat's one of my favorite producers and i think he's really underrated as a rapper so i think that leak is awesome here i'm gonna scroll through my library um tendencies is my alarm every morning um it literally never gets old um so that's the one song i can have as my alarm and not get sick of um yeah my favorite kanye because i feel like that uh
0: oh yeah that's definitely up there yeah
1: i don't know what it is about it it just feels very like raw very like real um yeah and i like uh i like money by playboy cardi i think that's like the best of like that style of cardi that like kind of represents the best that's also an icy twat beat oh and uh asap rocky all smiles like pretty much any of those, oh. Frankenstein best oh, of yeah. me.
0: All smiles is all the leaks from All Smiles are pretty damn dope. Very sad that ASAP did not release that.
1: Uh, I've hope that it's still gonna come out. Um, I've heard that it was because of coronavirus that the rollout was delayed, and not because of the leaks. But you, I'm not sure how true that is. Um, those are amazing.
0: I think a lo- I think a lot of people. Um, a lot of artists said it was due to the coronavirus, but they weren't going to drop shit anyway. Uh-huh. Truly, they
1: weren't. I think so, I think Drake and Kendrick would have. I know Drake would have. I think Kendrick was planned to, too. But um, they can't tour with coronavirus, and that's where most of the income comes from. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, know. yeah I know that pushed a lot of people away. From that That's what made some of the albums away. I believe some people when they say that. Yeah. Some probably right. weren't going to i know that travis wasn't going to release anything because you know he does it like every what two three two years but he would have definitely i think he would have released much more because i know he's a big touring person
1: yeah like he likes the spectacle and you know you kind of have to tour not too long after the album so they're still like hype to see the new songs yeah
0: and i believe there's gonna they they were probably what i think would happen is There'd probably be like maybe a Jack Boys tour with like all them touring, but I'm not too sure. Oh, that would have been Just
1: cool. Shaq West is great live.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I I didn't see him. I saw one of my friends to
1: go see him, and he showed me a video that he was he was crazy. Yeah, he has great energy. I love. Do you see a lot of live music? Huh? Do you see a lot of live music? Um
0: like i've i've only been to a couple concerts i went to a Claro concert Claro and biba doobie back in october oh, nice. that's probably the most recent concert and i also went to amigo's concert a couple like a year or two ago how was
1: that
0: so it was that both of them were pretty good i prefer the Claro one surprisingly but yeah and it had really high energy and the amigos concert was actually really good too they had they have great stage presence mm-hmm. Clara
1: does too. Clara and B do too. So. I saw uh, I saw Clara last year. Um, oh. she opened for Khalid. Who I don't like. I went oh, for yeah. Clara. Uh,
0: yeah, I know that she right she was doing back-to-back tours cuz she was opener for Khalid and she did her fir- her headline tour. Yeah, she mm, works um, hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Have, definitely. I mean, especially. She has that recognition now and uh i know that sophia's climbing up the charts like
1: yeah that's quick that's on tiktok now
0: yeah i've been i've been trying to you know since it's the one that's getting the most popularity i've been trying to stream it higher and higher so it could get higher and higher on the charts too i want to see claire succeed I'm, I, like I know that what is it? Some some songs slowly climbed up the charts from after falling off or not being on for a long time and then slowly crept up to number one, mm-hmm. like Old Town Road and Roses and shit like that. The mostly TikTok songs, but yeah. You no, know, I, I seeing Claro succeed is pretty. I'm I'm happy to see that. So mm-hmm. I'll do whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, and you know her next song will be big. Oh
0: yeah, a hundred percent. And I know she keeps it without any features, but maybe there might be some big name features this time. Who knows? I doubt it though. Mm-hmm. So, um, enough with the leaks. I know that we kind of divulge into live music, but what what are some of your favorite released things, like officially released by artists, not in, not only in terms
1: of leaks but music in general? Um, I think the Life of Pablo is one of my favorite albums ever. I don't even know if it's my favorite Kanye album, but like it falls into a weird spot where it's not my favorite Kanye album, but it's one of my favorite albums. Um, I'm not quite sure why, but there's something. It's so erratic. I love it. Um, definitely, um, Testing is one of my favorite albums. Everyone gets a lot of hate. Yeah. Um, I think it's the best Rocky album. I think Rocky is getting better and better. I know that's definitely not a popular opinion, but I like the direction that he's going in. Um Congratulations by MGMT. I don't know if you listen to MGMT Um Sorry. that's definitely my favorite project from them. Um I like The Divine Feminine by Mac Miller. Playboy Cardi self-titled. Um scrolling through my library right now, Channel Orange. Uh it's my favorite R and B. Um I love Dream Boy by Icy Twat, It's like one of my most played projects. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I've been getting into Lucky more. I like Watch My Back is my favorite thing from him. Um, I love Locket by Crumb, that EP. Oh yeah, Chimp put me I, on. I,
0: I like, I like uh Locket. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, especially with one of the. I remember one of the songs got big recently. I forgot which one it was. I think it was also the song called Locket.
1: Yeah. That that's um, fuck with it. They're really good. Chimp put me on um, Jeffrey, Demon Days by Gorillaz. I still think that's the best Mm. album. Um, What am I forgetting? Um, Acid Rap, one of my favorite mixtapes. I'll defend Old Chance the rapper till the day I die. Um, And uh, more recently, Modus Vivendi. I think that's how you say it. Oh yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I oh, yeah,
0: no shake. that's how you say it. So um, I'm a i am i agree with you that I, I really like the Divine Feminine. the The Divine Feminine is one of my favorite Mac Miller albums, specifically because I really like the whole aesthetic surrounding that entire era, like the 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 album color color, color cover in itself really attracts me to it for some reason. Yeah, and the songs on there are really like funk i guess funky and r&b yeah, it was
1: jazzier like yeah i think um it's funny you say that about album covers i think um they're one of the most important parts of like making an album because it kind of represents oh, the music and ties it together
0: um, for the most part i really if i see now my like is majorly due to the album cover i know that uh music of course counts for a lot of it but album covers is what attracts me what or breaks the album
1: yeah it's a i agree and i i think um more people are starting to share that opinion from what i've seen like it definitely like the colors used like has a huge influence over like what you feel when you're listening to it
0: oh yeah and that's why i think the divine feminine feminine's pink color really 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 um kind of yeah yeah and the clouds it fits the it's theme so of the album yeah, and that's not uh, that's not the only thing swimming kind of emulates the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I know the life of Pablo is really abstract and crazy, not crazy, but it's kind of far from what you'd usually see, which also helps out the album a bit even though it's simplistic and all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good album covers that really you know help. I think young people are the ones too. Oh yeah, so much fun. Looks like a dope ass album cover. It is it is a
1: dope ass album cover. Yeah. And that album is just kind of like fun. Too. It's like just kind of lighthearted fun. And that album cover really like, you know, it's just Thug, made out of Little Thug smiling. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah and it really does
0: kind of show off like a summer vibe. It's uh, really good.
1: Yeah. I think Tyler the creator is really good at that too. Oh. Oh, 100%. Like he's a great visual artist as well as a. Uh, like artist artist
0: i know yeah i know every, i really like the the flower boy cover
1: specifically yeah it it like matches the that album really well that's that's yeah, what a good cover I, does
0: I, I i'm not sure if there's anything else hidden in the back but i literally just found out like a couple months ago that tyler's like car is in the back i found out i, I, I was so surprised i never noticed that before I like things, I like album covers that make you, like, notice little hints and details. Yeah, did you
1: see, um, the DS2 has Future's face in it?
0: Oh, I I saw that somewhere, yeah. And I also found out that the Divine Feminine's mirror is shot from another, is shot from, like, the right angle or something?
1: Oh, and the girl's from the I other know. angle?
0: Yeah, I, I forgot what it was, but I always thought the Divine Feminine's album wa- cover was, like, I think straight-facing but now it's like hold on let me let me search up a picture
1: yeah it's kind of like you can't tell what direction it's facing
0: i know i just saw i noticed the shadow and i noticed that it was facing wonder Wreck it really fucked up my head because i'm like hold on that doesn't make any sense but still really like
1: it that's great too because it's short to the point i'm a big proponent of short albums Right. If it's if it's over 15 songs like it has to be very good for me to sit and listen to all of the songs and i don't know if that's just me being yeah. impatient or i don't know i think it has to be like short and to the point that's kind of my problem with asap rocky albums They seem kind of long and for the most part
0: i i i i think 15 minutes is like my ideal track range for some songs yeah. And also, I also... I, I like short albums as well. It's short, short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah. I don't really have to wait. I like short songs too because you don't really have to wait for one to end to go to the next one. It's usually like a fast, quick pace of energy then to the next one, then to the next one, then to the next one. It stops before it gets
1: bland. Like um, the deluxe of wanna is 26 songs. If you cut it down to 15, it would be like significantly better.
0: wanna is want sounds the same to me all every song sounds the same wanna uh, definitely gonna definitely had to cut some shit out yeah. ha, has, has exactly
1: to. it'll it like it'll make it so much significantly better thug used to be great at that he had like great short like to the point albums
0: yeah uh, i think i think Thug could makes it work a little bit because i know it's so much fun every song on there was high pace energy and I like basically every song on there and I didn't get tired especially with the length yeah it feels like
1: it fits with the theme of like just fun like summer songs but like die lit for me is like way too long some of that needed to be cut
0: yeah I agree now that I think the novelty of die lit like kinda went went away from me I used to really like die lit especially "Shooter," but um I think it's length definitely cuts it down for me and i know a lot of albums this year for me personally to its length kind of really i didn't really like it anymore especially with some of my favorite artists yeah i know that joji had a very samey sounding album and it was really long oh i forgot Joji.
1: i didn't even get around to it
0: it's with me joji it usually takes a second listen for me to like his music, cause I use every time I hear it on the first listen, it doesn't really hit. But then the next day, I'd find myself singing it in the shower. I'm like, oh yeah, this uh, this song is actually really good, and it it builds up from there. Mm-hmm. And like so, Nectar, he said himself, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't he wasn't trying to do anything groundbreaking or anything like too good. It was supposed to well, of course it's gonna be good, but it was trying to be a what is it, a transition from his older music to what he's gonna do in the future. Mm-hmm and to be fair i'm not sure if it's because it has like components of his older music or something or something but i thought that shit was mid a little bit i'm in like the mid to good range Mm -hmm. because it's usually i saw what is it a brad tasting music's video on on it and um it kind of kind of pinpointed where i have my distaste with it at it's that the songs are kind of boring and sound the same mm-hmm. and some 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 of them don't hit as they used to, uh, as they used to i know that the singles were a big standout so minus daylight for me and then um kind of sound like i'm talking gibberish right now no but, no um, I then there you. was yeah and then the final track was different sounding but it most definitely was not for me it's just the same lyric over and over again and it doesn't seem like a fitting conclusion and then like the latter half of the album with completely new tracks just have the same like sort of lo-fi sound which i was a big fan of in tongues but um i don't think it worked for joji this time it's like a mix between sort of good production and that lo-fi lo-fi drums and the samples and shit it's it's not for me
1: yeah i think that's but there are it's also much more normalized and popularized now. Like It's not as like new and fresh. It's kind of been around longer. He, he makes it
0: work. And I think since it wasn't like a complete lof, lo-fi type album, it didn't really work, but I, I really liked it a lot regardless. Mm-hmm. Probably because I'm just a blind Joji fan and I'd just be like, you know what? Maybe it's not too bad. So I do that with a lot of artists. But, um, apart from this and music, what do you do on your own time? Like, any hobbies? Shit like that? Um, them?
1: so I'm actually more into film and TV than I am music. Um, yeah.
0: Um, Alec told me to talk to you about that. That was my next question. Oh, like, he so
1: gave you some talking
0: points? Yeah, I, I asked Modchat some things to, uh, to tell me about you, just, just so I could have more questions in.
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah. I'm really into that. Um, you know, uh, it's hard to find time spent like uh, I'm pretty busy these days a lot of school going on and you know, dealing with personal stuff so it's hard to especially because I don't have a crew or anyone to help me where I'm at so I'm excited to go to I'm going to f- film school um, but yeah I'm really passionate about that I spend most of my time watching TV or film when I'm not doing music stuff or school or I, I also love video games like I think Uh, it's something if I'm in like, if I'm working with film I definitely see a future in game development too, because I think it's like the next step if that makes sense, the same way like from stage went to movies like I think video games could be a next step in like storytelling, so I definitely think that's very interesting to like study and break down, but um so I spent a lot of time doing film um you know it's It's fun. You know, it's fun creating stuff. And I've been working on music, making a lot of beats. And I'm not great at it, but I'm still new to it. And it's definitely something, like, you just have to do over and over. And, like, you'll find your sound and, you know, kind of perfect it. So I'm making, like, a bunch of beats per day. And I can see the quality getting better. And it's fun. Like, it's really fun. I think it's definitely something everyone should take up. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, I was, I'm going to ask you about, you know, some film questions in a second. But uh, what you saw right there is like kind of reminds me of some of the other talks I had with people. Uh, I know I had a talk with Chimp uh, the other a uh, couple months ago, like two months ago, which I had to scrap because both our files messed up. But he said the same thing about uh, he made he makes a couple beats per day and you could see progress. And then I also have an episode with Ian ian isn't here and he said uh he said the same thing you know he makes beats a couple couple per day and he also sees progress they both said that making a lot a bunch of beats per day kind of helps you get better and better and better i know a lot of people have been dabbling in producing especially since we're inside the Mm -hmm. house so that's what i've seen consistent with these episodes and um for the film school thing you're you're actually the second person who's about to go to film school i talked to dante and um he said he was about to go as well so i i know that film is a very hard thing to to you know pursue especially if you don't get your big break Mm -hmm. i guess like what what exactly are you planning to do in film like directing producing Um,
1: script writing so i like writing Uh, it's just frustrating to like like if you have an idea, you can like bang it out and like bang out a script very quickly, like in a day or two, but it's the coming up with an idea that's really hard. But um, I, lo- I love editing, it comes to me very naturally. Um, I did this thing, um, a 48 hour film festival, me and some friends drove up to Toronto and um, we had 48 hours, we were given a prompt and had to like hire actors, get locations, all within 48 hours, so like no sleep and i was like up off no sleep for like the past four days because we had to like do scouting and stuff and hire actors to auditions and then shoot and then i had to edit it and like i don't know it's just it comes to me very naturally how to like edit well um but i also like directing and i think because you can really tell when things are written usually the way it works is things are written directed and edited by different people like they have nothing to do with each other in the overall process um and i think there's much higher quality across the across the board when someone's involved in every process when you have like a clear vision um like the like if i don't know if you've seen atlanta with donald glover oh
0: yeah i've seen it i've seen yeah he's
1: pretty heavily involved with every process throughout it and um mr robot which is one of my favorite shows is like was like the brainchild of one guy so it's really his vision driving the show, and that makes it so unique um so i definitely want to like hone my writing skills so that it all comes together and is a more singular vision and less generic because it's multiple people kind of working together if that makes sense of course you still have people like helping and like giving you input it's not like a solo effort oh yeah but it comes through as like much more unique if it's one person kind of driving it forward yeah
0: and um i'm personally i'm i'm not big into film but i'm very big into writing and sometimes i have like this one big passion project i get into it's like um i'm i'm quite skilled with the words when i know how to put them together i come up with I know how to come up with sentence quick and i know if what i want to write if you give me like five minutes i'll give you a whole last speech so that helps me write pretty good and like I'm usually, um, since I, I'm I'm definitely not gonna take like screenwriting or anything like that as like a career pursuit as a career because I know it's quite difficult, especially when you don't have a clear idea. But since I do it just as, just for fun, basically, um, it's easy to it's it's easy to do it when you have a big idea and it's very easy to plan. But for me, it's very it's kind of easy to it's not easy to uh, continue it. Like I I'll write. And I have a clear idea. I know all the characters I want. I know the plot. I know what I want. And then when I get down to it and I get to a certain point, it's like, oh shit, you know Maybe I don't want to do this. This shit kind of,
1: kind of whack. But you know what? That's the same thing as it's like the writer's equivalent of making multiple beats a day. Like, it doesn't matter how much you follow through, I found, because like I've started projects and then like, got on board with them and completely scrapped it like and oh films. yeah
0: that's me all the but time. it's like
1: yeah. you're still progressing and you're learning from your mistakes and like you hear that a lot but it really is true because the next thing you're going to do is going to be better whether you whether you notice that or not it's going to be better because you're going to take everything you've done from the past and apply it to what you're doing now so even if you don't, like, finish it or follow through with what you're writing, as long as you're getting ideas out there, like, you're keeping your brain active and you're, like, continuing to grow.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. And with me, it's kind of, you could, it's kind of mostly public because whenever I have an idea or something I want to put out, it's, most times they're not, I, I put it out publicly even though it's unfinished. Like, if you check on Leak This Right Now, if you check the Edison Compilation section, you could check a project that I posted and be like, Yeah, I'm going to finish this like two years ago. And like, it's just there sitting there. And I have it, like, barely done shit with it. So it's like, I, got, I, I start little projects to get better and better at it. Like yeah. you said. And you could, and whenever you write something and you look back on it. You could see that, you could see your progress. Like, for example, if I could, if I looked at one of my small stories I wrote like a couple months ago, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is horrid." Then I'll write another one and be like, "Oh wow, this one is actually good." And then, give it next two months, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this shit sucks." So, Mm -hmm. you gotta progress. I, what? Sorry. uh, Um, right, uh, right now I have something I want to plan out with some my some my mates. And, um, I know in a second, I'm probably going to be like, you know what this, I'm not passionate about this anymore, but once you have a creative burst for a while, you, you, you can get somewhere. Yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in this 48 hour film thing. How long ago was
1: this? Uh, this was last year. Actually, I think that was like a year ago, a few days probably. So, uh, like. Well, uh, did, did you guys ever like put it out or yeah it's probably out there somewhere um, you know I, I'm not sure how if I should share it it has um, some of my information but I'm not sure if you can find it actually but um, it definitely turned out pretty well honestly I, I was impressed especially like with the time restraints you know the script isn't perfect and it's like you can tell it was very rushed but like I, it like the cinematography and the lighting we, we we hauled like these huge lights and we rented this tiny apartment and we have we had gels and like here i can show you some stills from it if i can find it it looked really really good um,
0: so how, how long was the film
1: uh, it's like five
0: minutes so like g- give me a quick rundown of it
1: um It has to download, it's like in my cloud, but um, it was basically about this um, enforcer who, it, it's like a, a few conversations, that's all there really was to it. But um, I think it was, I'm trying to remember, I think it was like this person was sent to like get money from someone, like this enforcer sent out this woman to um, go get money from someone at this restaurant. I can't fully remember it, but it turned out pretty well. We didn't win, but it, it, it turned out well
0: wait hold on give me a second Uh, i'm listening keep on talking but give me a sec
1: um yeah that was definitely like more so than coming out with a good final product product it was like great experience like for film especially like just being on set and working with people is the best way to get film experience because you can write and you can study movies but like if you're on set working with people like when you're there and you have limited time at a location because like typically you're renting these locations or like you have agreements with the people and they're usually public spaces so you have a limited time and you have to like be very good at community uh, communicating with your castmates and actors so that like you're in and out as quickly as you can be um that's really what's most crucial and just being on set is the best way to get that under your belt and it's also a great way to learn how to communicate and talk to actors. Because if you're directing, talking with actors is really difficult to get them to elicit the emotion you want. It, 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 you need to use a very certain vocabulary that's really difficult. Um, but once you learn how to, you know, it, it comes out really well. And they'll give you exactly what you're looking for. Here, I'm gonna send you a few pictures what it looked like
0: So how 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 good do you think this film is on a scale of 1 to 10? You think it's like is this, is this like your only film or is there been more?
1: No, I've made a bunch. Okay. Um not all are perfect. Um I'm working on a few right now for applications and stuff along those lines. Yeah. You know. Um Yeah. Here. I'm sending these right now. Um, I haven't watched it in like, probably a, a year I, I really haven't rewatched it in a long time But it, looking at it now It looks really good um, And we're definitely at a good point Because you don't need a super good camera You can shoot something really good On an iPhone
0: Oh
1: yeah Here, I uploaded some stills from it
0: You got like the iPhone Like like twelve, eleven? No, I have an older one. I think it's like the eight. Oh shit! Oh, wait, was this rec- was? Oh wow, these are actually some.
1: Yeah, it looks good. I'm
0: looking. At, yo, yeah, these are some really nice, really nice stills. I like. Yeah, I like the first, first picture a like lot. For some reason, I really like the the contrast, the lighting, and shit like that. Really interesting. Yeah. If 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 they ever cho- choose to post it publicly publicly or show the site or whatever i'll definitely check it out
1: yeah i got you i have some other i have some others that might be better to to show but this one like definitely looked really good we were using good equipment too you can tell and editing there was a lot of work put into like the lighting and the color grading as you can say like it looks really looks really professional
0: so that was all in 48 hours yeah oh wow that that is very clean i'll admit that's actually really cool thank you so uh more on the film theme so what what are your i know every filmmaker has their key inspirations for you know making films what are some films you go back to or some films that sort of motivate you or influence you
1: um my biggest inspiration is uh definitely the holy mountain um which is like kind of weird um here i'll show you a still from it it's like it's it's kind of like a biblical whatever it's by this um spanish filmmaker named alejandro how do i even say his last name i always have trouble pronouncing it I, I, jodorowsky I searched it up. um but yeah it's like it's so interesting to me uh i definitely over the years have become more and more interested in like non-traditional storytelling and more like symbolic and allegorical storytelling than more grounded and realistic stuff so i really like this um i love love um the studio ghibli movies those are some of my favorites like um nausicaa is my favorite of those the valley of the wind i don't know if you've seen that one
0: Mm no I, i i know what you're talking about but i haven't seen
1: it um those are great uh mad max fury road as you can kind of guess by the fact of my like name and profile for a little that's one of my favorite movies um both Blade Runner movies are some of my favorites they're incredible um I really like Taxi Driver I really like Apocalypse Now but those are more of like the basic picks like every film student likes these um Django Unchained um I don't know, and I'd have to look back at, like, other movies that I really like. I've been getting really into TV, though, recently. Like, TV, I think, is picking up the slack that some movies are kind of leaving lately. Yeah,
0: Yeah, TV TV has really been a big influence for me, especially since it's it's easier to watch and it's more accessible than movies, in my opinion. I, I get a lot of my writing techniques from TV shows, like Black Mirror... And even some of the simple ones, simple like uh, like daytime TV, like The Good Place has. I think it's really clever writing in yeah, some I've of, some
1: instances. I've, I've heard a lot of it, good stuff about The Good Place. Oh yeah, that shit is.
0: Once you start, you cannot stop. Especially since it just ended and all seasons are on Netflix. That shit is
1: really good. Mm-hmm. I just watched yeah, some. Have you seen The Boys? Oh, that is next up on my watch list. It's great. It's really um, yeah. it's good like social commentary
0: yeah i know the the second season just came out right yeah yeah i might i might take a peek at it uh in soon i'm not sure when but that's what i'm trying to watch yeah that's definitely good also um Watchmen.
1: you should watch Watchmen.
0: i have a lot of shows up on my list i know i'm trying to watch some um watch a bit more anime as well because i have some interest in that still oh
1: i was um I just started Cowboy Bebop. I'm I've
0: only to be fair, if I'm gonna be honest with you, I've only watched or stu- stood with one anime all the way through for the most part, and that's my hero. I'm kind of late to like all the good and like classic animes like Dragon oh, yeah, Ball, I got it,
1: yeah.
0: Cowboy. How is my hero? Uh, I still my hero. Last time I caught up with it was like two, three years ago, but I believe the manga, last time I read up, um, the anime is where I last led up to, so uh, the manga itself is really good. It's, it's an easy thing to read through, like I know a lot of people judge it sometimes, but I, I found it pretty enjoyable to read through, and um, apart from my hero, I really like, really, really like the um, orange. Uh, Orange is like this thing where uh, this friend group, uh, there's there's this new kid at their school and this friend group, you know, takes him along, and then their future self sends a note through like the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle, and then the younger selves receive it and they find out that that new kid's gonna kill himself. It's it's a whole lot of shit, mm-hmm. basically, and it's it's kind of like a sort of ro- not a romance, but it's really dra- dram dramatic. Yeah and sort of romantic but it's a very interesting read. Do you play any video games? Um, not often but I I do play a couple. I did play
1: Breath of the Wild. Oh, the game is so good. Yeah. Well, you have you have it? Breath of the Wild? Yeah, yeah. I play a lot of games. Yeah.
0: I I, did, I I still haven't finished Breath of the Wild. I haven't played in a bit,
1: but um last time i played it was really good i was thinking of writing an essay about that about like do you ever um listen or watch or play something so good i mean you probably have actually because you like to write that like you want to write about it and you want to like break it down and why you love it so much
0: oh oh, 100 i i try to do the same thing with uh what is it? marvel movie specifically spider-verse and black panther and their inclusion with music and stuff like yeah, that those are great. i also try to write about video games as well sometimes there's something that really you know drives a force and really influences you to do something creative yeah
1: i i definitely agree i think um breath of the wild is like really special there are, yeah, like, there aren't many experiences like it
0: it's it's a hundred percent i completely agree with you with that Like whenever I'm playing or last, I think last time I played was two years ago, if I'm being frank, but those, some moments are still really vivid in my mind. It's like once you play, you're like immersed and sometimes when you fall out of it a bit, it's kind of hard to find your place Mm -hmm. again. But once you play, once you start getting back into it again, again, you're, you're immersed completely in them. Yeah. It's probably the first story game I played nearly all the way through. One of the story games I played for the longest, one of the most interesting.
1: Yeah, the same thing that draws me to a lot of like, like that draws me to Kanye, like I don't know why I got like a similar feeling listening to Kanye, playing something like Breath of the Wild, like it's like an exploration of like a story and it makes you feel like nostalgic. Like it's that same kind of feeling, but like while you're experiencing it. I think it's very interesting.
0: and breath of the wild is definitely one of the best to do it in this like storytelling category oh it's great um recently i tried to play uh what is it xenoblade xenoblade chronicles 2 Uh. and you know it wasn't bad but it wasn't as easy to get into as breath of the wild where breath of the wild is really quick to get into the action and getting into the gameplay and it's more kind of user driven i guess like You get to choose what you want to do first in terms of the... What is it? The five divine beasts or something? Yeah.
1: Like, everything's up to you. That's what's so great. It's like... You... You make your own story. That's when you look at... Not to get, like, too philosophical, but, like... Most games are very linear. Like, you have one path that you kind of follow to finish the story. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild is one of the few games where you make your own path. Like... I played, when I first played, I played through it twice. The first time I played through it, I went like a specific route and I did everything. Like my path to the end from beginning to end was like this certain path I took. I went this way and I went to this town and I did this thing, I did it in this order. And then the second time I did it, I finished it. I got to the same place, but I did it in a completely different way. Like I went to completely different places and like experienced it completely differently. And I've never seen, like, a video game do that before.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, 100%. I, I definitely agree with that. And um, what else? What, what was I going to say? I know that Breath of the Wild, I believe the ending is basically the same, right? Where you defeat, I'm not sure what happened because I, I haven't played through it completely, but. I know the ending remains the same for the most part, but the way you get there is different,
1: Yeah, right? it's like the journey, it's like complete yeah. where you go, what you do is completely up to you. And you don't have to do anything to complete it. If you're good enough, you can fight the final boss from like the beginning. Yeah. Which, but I,
0: I I me personally, I I try to do everything I can possible, especially since I paid extra money for the DLC. Yeah. So, um I uh I really find it fun. I haven't I'm I only game I only thing I've played through twice is uh I'm not sure shit I barely played through things twice once I'm done it once I don't do it again but if I ever finish Breath of the Wild one day I'll
1: definitely do it another time cause whatever I did back then is not fresh in my mind right now it's almost cooler the second time because you see like the branch and like how you can do it and then you can kind of experiment and like make your own way through yeah
0: I 100% agree
1: uh, uh, you know, this conversation
0: might make me play again. I might, I might start. And finish Anyone it
1: listening should play it. It's a, it's a. I think you can, you can like pirate it if you have a PC. You can play it if you have a Switch. It's. Uh,
0: I have, yeah, I have my Switch uh, with me right yeah, now. that's a,
1: that's a must-play game.
0: Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I might put it in sometime soon. In, I know last time I was in one of the divine beasts that rotates and yeah. shit. Oh my god, that was... that. I, I don't think I could get past that one. I've been trying so hard, but it's been pissing me off. So I'll, I'll finish it one day soon. soon, And then I'll move on. I forgot how to play though, so I might need a need a refresher. So, um... We talked about some of your favorite movies and some of your favorite games. Um, you say those are some of your direct influences. Mm-hmm. So, um... You say you also do screen... Uh you write as well or edit yeah you edit so what are some for for beginning filmmakers writers editors direct directors what are some must-see films if if some of them are what you mentioned before then that's that's cool to mention um
1: it depends what your style is um i think you know what what i'm kind of sick of seeing is i think everything is kind of conditioned to be a certain way if that makes sense i think there's a formula for like most films that they follow. And um, it depends if you wanna follow it. I think there are some movies that don't follow a three-act structure or kind of tell their stories differently, which I think are a lot more engaging and a lot more interesting. So if you're doing that, I think you should watch like Manchester by the Sea, which I don't think is a perfect movie, but I think it's a good movie that breaks the mold. Um, Again, mm-hmm. I think everyone, anyone who likes movies should watch movies like The Godfather and Pulp Fiction. Those are just like basics to get out of the way. Everyone should watch those. Everyone should watch Taxi Driver. Everyone should watch Hitchcock movies. Everyone should watch Apocalypse Now. Everyone should watch like Metropolis. These are just like, everyone should watch Star Wars, the original. Everyone should watch the original Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. These are just like, to draw things from, these are like big, you look at like rap music, how like different artists have had huge influences. These are movies that have had influence, like the same way like an 808s and heartbreak inspires a generation of singing, rapping, or the way that like Dr. Dre influences like a California sound. Like these are movies that have huge, huge influences over the way movies are told. You should watch Iron Man because that really dictated how movies are how like that that created the modern blockbuster really
0: yeah iron 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 man completely influenced an entire wave of stuff the whole marvel fucking started something
1: crazy that that all comes from iron man iron man is like the most important movie of the 21st century like it really that changed everything um everyone should watch like everyone should watch honestly i give the original rest in peace sean connery the original um James Bond movies, everyone should watch. Um, and everyone should watch old animated movies. Um, like, you can, there's the 90s Disney Renaissance, like watch Aladdin, watch Mulan, watch Beauty and the Beast. And then there's the originals, watch um, your Snow Whites, your Cinderella's, your Pinocchio's. Like, those are all great. Um, I'm Looking around, what else is great? Um, Lord of the Rings. Um I, those are like just must watches for everyone cuz I think once you have a baseline of like the once you like watch every kind of movie you kind of get a sense of what draws you and then you can draw your inspiration from which of these categories interests you the most like you can kind of like these are like the main umbrellas and then based on which one draws you the most and which storytelling style you're drawn to the most, you can kind of like dig deeper into that umbrella. So like, if you're really drawn to Hitchcock, you can look at like more movies that he influenced and like kind of get your style from there. That's the best way I think it is. Like you look at the most influential and then see which style kind of draws you or just do your own thing. Like whatever you like, do it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna add on a show to that list. Now I know it's not at any of the what is it? Any like monumental big ranges as the other one, but I guess it's kind of a small shout out. Uh, what is it? Shameless. You seen that before? The show. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. The first few couple of seasons at least. The first couple of seasons is are are like really good. It's it's like has that shock factor shock value factor it's it's more for people who are like in like comedic writing Mm -hmm. i guess or comedic comedic type of video it's again daytime daytime television like a normal show like a modern family but like with cocaine i guess it's it's this weird weird way to explain it but it's it's a very uh crude lewd show i guess it's a it's funny. It, that's basically what I'm trying to say. It's a really good example of how to keep something funny, but also keep doing it. Because I know it has like nine, ten seasons. I skipped ahead a bit, and it still has the same funniness. Yeah. And it, it has a certain formula where you can never get tired of it, in my opinion. And then also, of course, Black Mirror is a Yeah, Black Mirror is great.
1: As well. And yeah. I think if you like Black Mirror, uh, Mr. Robot, you have to watch. The show is insane. I... I
0: got into the first two episodes uh, a couple of you months got ago. It. I you have to finish it cuz it
1: like it flips itself on its head so many times like it's not what you think it is from the first few episodes and I've never seen a show do something like that like reinvent itself like halfway into the first season. It like changes what it is. Also,
0: um speaking of which, is not I'm not sure if I'm getting mixed up with Tosh. I'm not sure if it's called Tosh point or something. I'm not sure. I think it's I'm thinking about the wrong show title. But isn't that the dude who played him Bohemian
1: in yeah, Rhapsody? Um, Bohemian that's, Rhapsody? Um, yeah. Sam not Sam Raimi um, What's his name? S- Raimi Malik. Yeah, that yeah,
0: that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Um, I I really another show.
1: And for yeah. comedy, oh, yeah. um, like for movies, I think um you got to watch the Monty Python show, like the that's that that and the Chappelle show. I hold to the highest standard of sketch comedy. Oh,
0: yeah, Chappelle's show Chappelle is amazing.
1: Out. Key and Peele are great, too. Um, Nathan, for you, is super underrated, and it's hilarious. I don't know if you've seen it or heard of it. It's kind of like the Eric Andre show, which is also great, but he's, like, helping businesses, yeah. and he gives businesses terrible advice, and they actually follow it, and he's basically pranking, like, small business owners. It's amazing. Like, it's really good. And um, stuff like, I think, like, as far as, like comedic music goes like uh, you know Viper
0: oh yeah I oh, love yeah. viper uh, definitely
1: um honestly he's the only comedic musician that like I find hilarious
0: uh, only the com- co- comedic musicians I listen to now I don't really listen to comedy music I know that meme rap is I guess a some sub- subgenre of that but it's not really yeah good most of the time. But what I really consider really funny most of the time is uh, Cody Ko, Noel Miller, Tmg. They're little Oh too yeah, low. they're funny. Who who make music? Yeah, I know that they kind of with the release of Sophia and Brokebitch, they kind of moved into more serious music, I guess. But the their earlier music, like what is it? Like Locals Only and before that, is really um uh, is really like where the funny funny is like yeah i think there's a
1: big difference between comedians doing music and musicians doing comedy i think comedians can do music uh, well but most musicians can't do comedy
0: oh definitely what is it i'm also gonna mention this one one song uh, what is it uh short king's anthem that shit is funny how that's tall are you me. it's really i'm i'm four eight it doesn't apply to me but well, maybe because they consider everything into like four, four, ten short as fuck. But I find this song really funny because the lyrics are really clever, but it also yeah. sounds good. So I think they do that the best. I know they I'm not they're not sticking with comedy, but uh, the, what they're doing now, like kind of kind of still having the same roots in a sense. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. And If you haven't listened or watched Cody Ko and Noel, you should definitely watch it. For listeners as well, so um, I think that will wrap up our podcast portion. I think we'll just jump straight into the freestyle, the the big juicy meat and bones of this entire thing. So, as as with every episode, there are challenges with it. The first challenge always being the randomization of the beats. Um, Of course, I actually before we started recording. Or some of your favorite artists, like most, you said Kanye, but uh, you also said Claro, so I have a mix of both Claro and Kanye beats right now. I have five Kanye beats, nine Claro beats, because I really want to see someone rap over Claro, but uh let's see. So, as with everything, give me a number one through nine. Well, one through fourteen. Uh, Four. Four. You have let's see you have forever by Claro. Yeah. Well, well that's actually kind of convenient cause and forever. I didn't even oh, notice yeah. that. So yeah. Um, I think I'll keep the challenge to that just cause I have no words in mind that you could use in your rhymes. And I, I don't think anyone who I tell the words to actually, Oh, use I want them. a word. So that makes it I easier um a word shit i'll give you a word since i don't want to make it three um green yeah green yeah you don't have you could mention it once or maybe you want to revolve your entire thing around it who knows but i'm I'm gonna send you the forever beat i think this is the right one if it's not then please tell me if it isn't but yeah i'm gonna i'm sending it to you right now and i'm gonna let maxi do his thing over this And, uh, yeah.
1: One take. Something stinks. Made me puke green. All these feds begging me. For, can you be? I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm feeling lazy. Gotta go to bed. Everything looks hazy. Yeah. It's not up to discussion. You're hiding behind a screen. I pull up in jeans, I don't sip lean, but I'll take a hit of green. Fuck your smile, I'll hit you. I am mean, beat is clean. Let me set the scene, Clara is my queen. Fuck my dean, he won't play eight ball with me. Leak this teens, crying over Juice World, broken spleen. Guess it's in their jeans to drop for snippets that they've seen. That's not new, it's been happening for ages. Stellar's new prices are just outrageous. It's too contagious. No good songs on the marketplace pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So that was Maxi's forever freestyle, and what I say, that was quite good. Um Thank you. My personal favorite, personal favorite bars were what was it uh Clara was my queen which I can't stand behind 100% trust me I can 100% agree with that
1: yeah I think most can yeah
0: so um yeah that that wraps up our episode today um before we head out Maxi, do you have any you know anything you want to say to the crowd you know what do you want to say Um, Any, any shout outs you want to give
1: I want to shout out oh let me go through the list Um, shout out Alec shout out Brady shout out Frank Ocean I'm scrolling through my DM list right now shouting people out shout out J Electronica Um, shout out Drew Um, shout out Squirtle shout out shout out Um, did I say Chimp shout out Chimp shout out shout out 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 Bryce Uh, shout Shout out out Nick Yeah, they're my shout-outs. And um, everyone, stay safe. The war is coming. I'm surprised you didn't get me to talk about my war theory or my politics.
0: Yeah, I mean, actually, we could do it. We could we could do it real quick before the outro is over.
1: Are you sure? That, that, that might take yeah, a just few re- hours.
0: I mean, shoot. Just give us a good good, good two, three-minute summary. All right. Your time. Go.
1: All right. So, listen, the way I see it, we've failed as a nation and most of the world has failed because we govern how a lot of the world operates um we live in this world that is both linear and unfair the 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 power hierarchy is actually a lot like the leak this hierarchy it's very interesting to compare um because there's the few at the bottom there's the many at the bottom and then the few at the top who have all the power and influence and control and now, since twenty sixteen with Donald Trump's election, and now with twenty twenty with the with the pandemic, you're seeing that shift in public consciousness towards more socialist ideas, more power to the people ideas, hating the establishment. These are things you're seeing a lot more. Um, I believe a war is coming very soon. You might have seen me discuss this. Um, if you want, if you want more information on it, DM me because I'm not advocating for it. I just think it's happening. And, you know, you're definitely hearing about it a lot more. Um, there's definitely a culture war has definitely been going on for the past four years since Donald Trump's election. And I think it's only about time that everything's kind of coming to a head. And, you know, we got to look towards the future. we got to look at everything with a futurist view. The best way to view the world is imagine you are 50 to 100 years in the future reading about the present in a textbook. That's how I look at everything. So what you want to do, am I going over time? Okay. Um, so if everything, if you look at everything now, look at how every single piece of the world that we're living in, like American society, look at how all of it connects, how all the different social groups interact with each other. And you can pinpoint what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. And you can see agitation is being raised to such a degree. And some of the higher powers are inciting agitation by kind of giving forceful pushback to the newer forces and ideas coming about. So it's only a matter of time. I'm hoping for after the war, a more utopian and, um, you know, collectivist ideas to spread. And I think um, that's definitely gonna happen. Uh, I hope I get to see it happen because I'm definitely not happy with the state of the world we live in. It's definitely done me a disservice. Okay, is that it? All right that's an episode what, for uh, no point. I'm
0: listening yeah save it for an episode yeah we'll talk about politics next time I should have asked you for, for fucking politi- politics for episode 7 man but yeah you feel me Maxi spitting straight facts right now talking about wars and shit uh, Yeah. if there's ever a race war or whatever protect Queen Claro I know it's kind of a quite drastic thing from you talking about all seriously but yeah I might you, you, you'll have another chance to talk about it soon alright let me know yeah I might do I might do something if we ever find out who's president and fucking nevada ever counts all this
1: goddamn votes yeah and if if shit goes down like we could do a little debate you know get me up here with find like a conservative on site yeah
0: i've been trying to i've been i try. i planned a joke debate with the users with the president thing in their name like president kanye president trump president uzi and then you know kind of probably going to do something more serious where it's like two users seriously debating Mm -hmm. let let me know So yeah i'd like to be involved so, um, that was episode eight or nine. I'm not sure if there's going to be eight or nine, but I think this is episode eight. When is this um, going to be up? I believe next week. So oh. this today is 11 and five. So I guess they'll be up whenever Friday is next week. So yeah. Um, or I could, I could push it. now, I can't push it out this Friday. Never mind. So, um, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please ch- uh, tune in next week for the next one technically not this one but the next one if that makes sense and yeah i'll see you guys later send me money
1: too bye
0: (laughs) send him money